Hello and welcome to Laughing Leber, a podcast that features funny women. So for the next half an hour or so, we'll be featuring extracts from our live show, uh, as well as some studio chat reacting to the amazing comedians we enjoyed this month. And if you have some time, please also give us some ratings and stars. That would be very helpful to spread the world. World, world. Well, spread the world. Let's just spread out. <laughs> spread so Alice's top tip is that you review us before you listen to it, in case you don't like it, which... Exactly. That is actually my so tip of the day. Pause, give us a good review and come back. To quickly introduce ourselves, my name is Alice Frick. I am from Austria, so my name is Alice. Alice. Yeah, they have very he heavy L's Alice. in Austria. My name is Catherine Allen. Yes, and I'm a musician and a scientist and yeah, a podcaster right now at this instance. And I'm just from Austria. That's enough. It's <laughs> enough, I think. That's enough. This month, we had actually great acts. We had some musical acts. I was literally speechless with the mixture of jubileries of the comedy scene. Women are funny and we can prove it because we just sold out another show. Which and if is our tickets or anything to go by, they're getting funnier and funnier and funnier every month because it's proving to be more and more popular as each month goes by. So word of mouth. Yeah, world, world, world of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do we just start, actually? Our official first comedian is Cecilia De La Torre. Cecilia. Yeah. So Cecilia is a musical comedian primarily, isn't she? So She is. She's a middle-aged woman and started to come on stage with her electric guitar. What is middle-aged? Like... Well, I don't know. You are British. Yeah, it's weird though. It's quite vague, isn't it? It's like the really? middle of the ages. Well, if it's really the middle of the age, it's like 45 and that-ish. And it depends how long you live. Don't think behind your language. That <laughs> will just get you into trouble. <laughs> okay, Cecilia, Cecilia De La Torre with her electric guitar. I very much want to uh, associate myself with the younger singer-songwriters as well. People like... Uh, like Ed Sheeran. Uh, yeah, the, the, the younger singer-songwriters too. Now, my favourite track on his latest album is Shape of You. That's my favourite track. The one that goes, I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet do. Although my heart is falling too. I'm in love with your body. That one. I know. What an uncanny impersonation. He could almost be here. In the room, could he not? And the thing about that song, the reason why I like that song, it's about the excitement of a new relationship. Really, it's about the excitement. It's a very sexy song. There's a lyric in it that goes, Last night you were in my room, and now my bed sheets smell like you. Ah! Oh, he is actually, yeah, the poor lady going, You're right, you're absolutely right, you're right. All the women. <laughs> It's like, uh, they're, uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're, it's like, basically, it just shows you the difference. He is celebrating the fact that his bedding smells like his lover. Shows you the difference between men and women, heteros heterosexual men and women. It's like if it was the other way around and he'd woken up in her bed and she discovered her bedding smelt like him. <laughs> yes, exactly. Straight into a boil wash at 95 degrees. <laughs> oh, yes. Stain devil out from the kitchen cupboard. Oh, yeah. Throw open the windows, bucket of air freshener, vacuuming all day. That's what I, she would would have do do. So that's why I, I really like the song. But the thing, it's very sexy in the beginning. It's always very sexy. But things change, don't they? Things things have to change. I mean, you know, maybe the couple in the song, a few years down the line, they will move in together. Maybe they will, oh, I don't know, get married. Maybe have children. Things will change because things have to change. Things have to change. So I think the lyrics of the song need to change. Ed in his next album uh, needs to change the lyrics of that song to reflect the change. In the, f in, in the relationship of the couple. Now, the song at the moment starts like this. 
The club isn't the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. It's like a beginning, isn't it? And then it's this. Argos isn't the best place to buy a sofa, so Ikea is where we go. We bicker about fabric choice in front of the kids, then have a full-blown row. The toddlers have a tantrum, you're being an arsehole. Trust me, I want a divorce now. Stop. Then we actually agree on a leather city. And I'm singing like, let's wallpaper the guest bedroom. Something tasteful in pastel blue. Put in a new fitted kitchen too. I'm in love with those wall lamps. Last night the kids came into our room. And now the bed sheets smell like poo. Every day discovering something brand new. There's cat shit in the garden too. Why you, why you, why you, why you? Let's move to a good catchment area. Ooh, why you, why you, why you, why you? Let's buy some patio furniture. Ooh, why you, why you from B and Q? Or a garden centre. Every day discovering something brand new. Oh, I'd love an oil drum barbecue. Thank you. Ah, that was a fantastic set. I do love her material. It's very funny. She's hilarious. Rewriting Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I think she should be his four bands. They should do a duet. <laughs> For the older people who have to leave earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the support act. Yeah. What you, what's the people who turn up, watch Cecilia and then leave. They're exactly. Like, I cannot stay out for Ed. It's gone eight o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Canal. Okay, let's go to our next comedian. She is fantastic. I really love her. She is it Elf. It is Elf. Oh my God, she's hilarious. She's a bundle of energy yeah. and she's just a force. So let's hear from Elf Lions. So I'm a quite physical comic usually. So I normally do mime. That's what I do. But apparently can't do mime on the radio. So I've started, I've got to start doing more vocal stuff. So to give you an idea, last year I did three shows back to back in 2018. First show I did was called Swan. It was a one woman production. goose in here. Um, I did a one-woman production of Swan Lake in an hour. In f- oh, it's the door. Phew, uh, mystery solved, Luther. Um, um, anyway, so it was a one-woman production of Swan Lake in an hour in French, and I was dressed as a parrot because I like to make career decisions, which bring me no financial return. And then straight after that, I did a show called Chiff Chaff, which is when I taught all economic theories in the, uh, in the hour, but as a style of Liza Minnelli. And I go, oh, Oh, Chief. <laughs> the economy looks so big. Wow. But sometimes the economy gets depressed. Oh, no. And I hate depression. Oh, so let's, let's cheer the economy up a bit. And I did the whole thing last hula hooping. And then I, um, and then the show after that was a show called Medusa, where I recreated the story of Medusa, the Gorgon. And, but I did it in the style of like a rock concert. So I sang songs like Walk Over Me With Your Achilles Heels. And I sang songs like, I'm a monster, manator, whore, fuck me now before I fuck a centaur. Yeah, I'm a monster, manator, whore, let me show you what Icarus went down for. Um, and it was very well received. Um, but the problem was, I was doing this, but I was, uh, 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 we don't have time. Um, I was doing, 
I was doing the show, but the problem was uh, the whole time I was having a lot of back pain. I had back pain throughout all of last year, and I just assumed it was endometriosis, which if you don't know what that is, it's when your womb goes, I think feminism's done enough. And, um, <laughs> and it's a bit like being fingered by Edward Scissorhands, but with gloves on. And um, <laughs> honestly, period dropping like a dubstep beat. Wub, 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 dubstep vagina. I'm everyone you've ever met on a night bus. Um, okay. Uh, so, um, and uh, anyway, so anyway, I woke up the day. I woke up the day after the show. The show finished on a Saturday night. Sunday, got back to London, and at three o'clock in the morning, I woke up and um, I'd lost the control of my legs. Lost control of my legs. I'd wet myself, and I'd lost all feeling in my genitals, both party and rave. So, what a conundrum! And I was like. And I was like, oh, whoops, that is it. And I was like, maybe it's quite a heavy flow. And I was like, come on, wake up, wake up. And nothing was happening. So I panicked and I rang 999, I rang the ambulance. And the thing was, it felt, I felt really guilty because I've watched those documentaries about the ambulance service. So I know how hard pushed they are. So they're like, hello, what's your emergency? And I was like, look, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it's just a heavy flow and I'm being a little bit of a hypochondriac. Um, but basically, I've lost the feeling in my legs, can't move, wet myself, and I can't feel my genitals party or rave and she went she went okay right we're gonna send an ambulance to you straight away just stay where you are is there anyone with you and I was like um look honestly don't rush don't rush I'm not I'm not going anywhere um if you've got a cardiac you go there you go there you do your thing I know how pissed you are channel four fantastic documentary anyway the two uh the two ambulance guys came and they were these lovely Australian guys and they're like right okay we're going to get you in the ambulance get to it Oh, Kadoka, we're going to take you to the hospital. Me in the ho- like, oh, Kadoka, come on, chicka chicka. And they got me in the car, in the big, in the brum brum ambulance. And, uh, and they said, right, do you have any allergies? And it was three in the morning. I was incredibly tired, so I told them the two honest things about myself. Hummus and lycra. Shows my upbringing. Um, in hindsight, what I meant to say was not lycra, latex. I have a latex allergy, not a lycra allergy. Big difference, okay? If you're having an ab- <laughs> if you're having an enema and the doctor is using lycra gloves, you are in the wrong hospital, okay? She's hilarious. Go to her new show. She's I think she's touring it at the moment, so check it out on her website, Elf Lions. And now, now of course, my favorite bit. Your favorite bit. Yeah. The quiz. We had a Valentine's quiz. Very topical because it was February. We're, it bit, was. we're getting on a bit late, aren't we? We're getting towards the end of Feb now. Yeah, Oops, yeah. A bit tardy with our podcast recording this time. Let's go back. Back to time, back to time, back to time. In Taiwan, the number of flowers have a different meaning. So, for example, 99 flowers. If you give somebody 99 flowers for Valentine's Day, yes. it means I love you. <laughs> Expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go to Taiwan on the 14th of February. If you give somebody 108 roses, what does that mean? You get now three answers. Is it A, will you marry me? Is it B, will you move in with me? Or is it C, I've just spent 400 pounds on roses, will you pay for dinner? (laughs) So is it A, B, or C? Or was it C, D? (laughs) C, okay, A, B, or C. You have three seconds to shout it out. B. B? Yeah. The answer, Clarity. will you move in with me? Yeah. Uh, no, that is wrong. <laughs> C? I'm surprised by that. C? 
It is C, you pay for dinner. <laughs> no, it is actually A. It's actually A. It's will you marry me? But can you imagine, you get 108 roses from somebody. I mean, you have to count it, right, before you... <laughs> to, to understand the message. Because what, what is this 107, you know, you can say, yes. <laughs> no, sorry, it was just 107. Just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. And how, one, how long does it take you to count 108 roses? Like, one, two, stay here and have another coffee. Three, four, six. Where did you go? <laughs> So 108 roses, it's actually, will you marry me? So we probably don't do that, yeah. Okay, okay, wait a second. Okay, as, so nobody won, okay, you have two more. You're even, you're even, John. Okay, second one. A Valentine's tradition in Germany. Any German people here? No, we didn't have any Germany, okay. So maybe it's not true either. <laughs> so they give each other not only roses and chocolates, but also images of A... Birds, B, hearts, or C, pigs. Don, 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 don. A? 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 Birds. No, 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 Schweine. Pigs. Okay, pigs is correct. Yes! Lovely. Pigs is correct because did you know that in Germany the pigs represent luck and lust? <laughs> These German dirty people. <laughs> I mean, I see a lot of pigs, but but last in a pig. Do you, what what do you watch for Valentine's Day? Do you watch like Babe? <laughs> That's so sexy. Ah, yeah, Männer sind Schweine. That's a very famous song. Men are pigs. Lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely. Okay, so we have one two zero. Okay, this is this is very action now. So the last question of the quiz night today. What will Theresa May get for Valentine's Day? Oh. <laughs> Is it Can we decide? A, chocolate, B, a pig, or three, no deal. <laughs> so that was a particularly lovely quiz. Yeah, thank you. A bit picking on Theresa May there, aren't we? Well, yeah, who, who can't pick yeah, on no, her at the moment? It's a bit too easy, isn't it? <laughs> If you have any, for the listeners, inputs for quizzes, I'm very much open. So if you have a topic that you want to cover, just tag me or at me, you know, on Twitter with <laughs> at LaughingLabia and leave a quiz question and I will figure out answers and feature it in the next show. Because it's very factual. The answers will definitely <laughs> be the correct ones. Although you got them right this time, didn't you, actually? Yeah. Nobody was wrongly duped. The problem is I get so excited that I always forget <laughs> the numbers and the letters. I never know if it's A, B, C, D. You know, I get really confused because I'm really generally excited. Genuinely excited. Yeah. So our next comedian is Vanessa Hua. Uh, she's technically a newcomer comedian, but I don't really think she warrants the, the label as newcomer because she no. was really high standard. I thought she was absolutely brilliant. I One of my favourite acts of this season, actually. I really enjoyed it. So she... Yeah, she talks a lot about um, being the child of a Chinese takeaway owner. Um, and it's brilliant. She's, she really just really rips the shit out of prejudices and stuff in a very clever way. I, I enjoy it a lot. I, I work. Uh, I'm a barista. Ooh, give, it, give me a cheer for anyone else. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but when I'm talking to people who are like a lot more successful than me, I pronounce it barrister. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, bullied real hard. The kids at school would be like, oh, Vanessa, what does your mum do? Oh, does she own a Chinese takeaway? My mum does not own a Chinese takeaway. She owns four Chinese takeaways. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, miss, what's your name? Luca. Luca, what is your, what does your mum do? It's difficult to explain it. At the moment, nothing. Girl, oh, <laughs> your mum does nothing. My mum is the Pablo Escobar of Chinese food. <laughs> Because she is rich as fuck. And has killed a lot of people. Uh, it is February, the month of romance. So give me a cheer if you love winning arguments. Yeah. yeah! I love winning arguments. My boyfriend the other day was like, Vanessa, why is no one complaining about the lack of diversity in Chinese and Indian films? <laughs> and I should preface that he does not actually sound like that. <laughs> But he is a twat. And I, and I quite flatly put to him that the reason why no one is complaining is because there is no diversity in China or India. No one goes to China for a better life. Do you know what kinds of people go to China for a better life? North Korean people. Oh, North Korea. I'm a thousand percent certain North Korean people do not care about diversity. North Korean people just want food and an effective kind of communism. <laughs> and China has food. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll leave you on this note that a lot of people don't take me seriously as a stand-up comic because of my ethnicity. When I tell people who don't know me I've got a gig, they're like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, can you guess? And they're like, uh, oh well, uh, uh, do you play the violin? <laughs> If I was a boring white dude with a small penis, people would have no problems believing I do stand-up comedy. <laughs> But because I'm a small Chinese woman with a huge penis... Yes! They really struggle. <laughs> They ask me, oh, Vanessa, what do you write jokes about? I write jokes about the everyday casual racism I am forced to endure and how I have a massive wang. <laughs> Thank you very much, I'm Vanessa. That was a banging set. Yes, it was brilliant. Really good. <laughs> so funny, very clever. Then we had Rosie Wilby. She is known from Diva Radio and wrote a book. She wrote a few books. No, she wrote one book. It's called Is Monogamy Dead? And that's available online and we'll link it on our website and on all of the links to the videos or the podcast, etc. So, yeah, she talks, obviously, Is Monogamy Dead? She talks about monogamy, obviously, and, and about dating a bit. She's a, a genius. Again, I love she also turns, uh, turns interesting subjects on their head and... Yeah. So really, t she comes from quite. I think she comes from a scientific background, doesn't she? Okay, so let's listen to Rosie Set. 
I particularly like, you know, the couples where you see them and one of them is um, shorter than the other. I find myself fascinated and thinking, how did they get together? Did their eyes meet across a seesaw? <laughs> and height difference is quite scientifically interesting. I don't know if you know this, because men often go for a woman who's shorter. Women go for a man who's taller, even certain heterosexual relationships. But did you know in the gay world, these desires men and women have for a taller or shorter partner actually carry over? So it's quite hard for a short lesbian like me to catch her. I was like a taller lesbian, because she's looking for a taller lesbian than that, and it carries on and on. And endless spiral. And in some ways, it's quite good two gay people can't actually create a baby together because, think about it, runaway evolutionary theory would mean that lesbians would evolve and get taller and taller and taller and taller and taller. And gay men would get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter until we couldn't possibly all coexist in the same society, could we? It would be ridiculous. People would be like, oh, the lesbians are coming, run away, they're going to crush us. <laughs> With their giant Dr. Martin boots. Pick up that little teeny tiny gay man. He can't run very fast <laughs> with those tiny legs. I haven't always been open about, about being gay. I mean, now everyone's a bit gay, aren't they? And frankly, it's been ruined. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, when I came out to my parents years ago, I did it on April Fool's Day. I thought I'd have a good get-out if they didn't like it. It turns out they did. They were excited, like, oh, our daughter's done something interesting. <laughs> I was the one who was all inhibited, didn't want everyone knowing, but they started going around telling all the neighbours, handing out flyers, printing up T-shirts, <laughs> trying to get us all on Kilroy. My mum tried to tell me something about her and her friend Joan on holiday. <laughs> but it was January the other month, so I did, uh, like many fools, <laughs> join the gym. <laughs> Already found my favourite machine, <laughs> the coffee machine in the... <laughs> Cafe, but I'm very good at that one. I'm very good on that one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I joined it because it was January was free, you see. I love free things. I only go to the self-harm group for the biscuits. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and I, I do find exercise a little bit boring. So I've got my gym game you can play. If anyone gets bored in the gym, I've got my gym game where what you do is you crouch and hide in one of the little lockers in the changing room. <laughs> Don't do a poo, that'd be weird. <laughs> then when somebody opens the little door, you just say, you own me now. I just pop out like a little locker goblin. <laughs> I mean, that was at my old gym. I'm not allowed there anymore. <laughs> Especially after the other incident in the jacuzzi where I said, oh, it's an acid bath. Um, <laughs> pretended to dissolve. <laughs> so interesting. I like the runaway evolution thing. So do you, in general, do you, do you care about height of people that you are attracted to? No, I don't have never thought about that as such. See, I do. Really? I generally, I mean, not like I wouldn't go out with someone if they were short or very tall, but generally speaking, I definitely am conscious that I prefer like partners that are the same or a bit taller. Although then I hate it when they are taller because then I feel really short, but you know, maybe exactly the same. Yeah, it's <laughs> perfect. I've if anyone is exactly sizes. five foot five and a half, <laughs> if we're being honest, five foot five, then please get in contact with me. Um, CatherineAllen.co.uk. Our next act is Sandra Hill. I love her take on Alexa. You will love it as well. Alexa, that little spy. Alexa. Okay, so let's hear from Sandra Hale. I'm twice divorced. I'm collecting houses. <laughs> My first husband, he wanted a whore in the bedroom. 
which was easy, because when he went out, I had loads of blokes round and made myself a fortune. <laughs> My second husband is 12 years younger than me. Looks a lot older than me now, though. I sucked the youth out of him. <laughs> Literally. But it's great for the complexion, as you can see. You've got a good complexion. Yeah, he... Uh, you know, we never really argued, except when we were together. <coughs> and um, I would insist on driving in the middle lane of the motorway. He absolutely hated that. Bit OCD. Obnoxious, conniving dickhead. <laughs> he also wanted a whore in the bedroom. He's got one now. 30 years my junior. Do you know, he came to me at age 19, a virgin, and I trained him for my sexual needs. So I really hope she likes being led around the living room on a collar and leash. <laughs> Listen, I'm not bitter, I'm doing all right. I am now in a relationship with a woman. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> and I can turn her on just by talking to her. And I'm really pleased she's a woman. Because if she was a fella like my ex, it would be Alex... What's the temperature in London today? The temperature's fine. Why are you always so cold? <laughs> okay, so we're going to be back soon. In fact, we have our live show this weekend, so podcast in a few weeks after that. Um, in the meantime, check out the, the previous episodes of the podcast. There's, we're on to, this is five now, I think, is it? Yes. I must pay attention. If you want to have a topic talked about, just send it in. We are happy to talk about it or bring the quiz to the live show. And you can also be a guest at the live show or at other shows. <laughs> wow, you have <laughs> Alice's permission to go to other shows. Can I go to other shows as well? Yes. <laughs> Good. Female power and enjoy Rawr. your International Women's Day. When's Women's that? Day. 8th of March. Woo! Party, party, party. So thank you very much from us and see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.